Welcome to this special edition of Central Indiana Today. My name is Shane Ray. I am the host, of course. And uh, on this special edition, we're going to be talking with Teresa Brandon of the Central Indiana K-9 Association, talking about what's going on with them and her specifically. We're also going to be talking with Tracy Justice about the Avon Festival coming up later on this month, and WYRZ will be there with a live remote. And because this past Sunday would have been the birthday of our friend Bob Jenkins, who passed away in August, I'm going to be playing you some segments of uh, one of, if not the last interview that Bob did with us at WYRZ. Of course, he was known as the voice of uh, the Indy 500, but he was also here, the host of Flashback Party, Heard Sundays. So... Without any further ado, here we go with Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. Central Indiana Today. Shane Ray talks with the newsmakers in and around Hendricks County. And now your host, Shane Ray. First off, my guest is a newcomer to the radio station. In the studio with me, it's Miss Tracy Justice. She is the, now let's make sure I say this right, you are president of the Avon Community Heritage Festival. Is that right? Yes, that's right, Shane. Well, Dandy, how is Tracy? (laughs) I am good. I am good. I'm happy to be here. Excited to be here. We are glad that you are here. And you are here specifically to talk about um, the Heritage Festival. We're going to get into that in just a bit. First off, we'll get to know you a little bit better. Now, where did you grow up? Um, Well, I lived in New York. Um, Wow. Well, I've kind of lived a a few different places and then Florida, Ohio, uh, Illinois, and now here in Indiana. So what brought you here to Indiana? Uh, My husband was promoted. And so um, we moved here. Okay. Now, uh, what got you involved? Well, first off, let's uh, explain what is the Avon Community Heritage Festival. The Avon Community Heritage Festival is um, is a tradition that's held here in Avon, and it's been going on for the last 22, 23 years, and it's just a great way to get um, everyone in the community together to have a great time. You know, it's where you meet your neighbors, and your neighbors become your friends, and then your friends become your family. Kind of a uh, community or town event in a way of just, hey, here's my name when uh, what's yours and uh, that kind of thing. Get to know you. Yes, yes. Now, uh, what brought you to uh, or what made you decide to be part of the Avon Community Heritage Festival? Now, funny story. So when I first moved here, um, I was about six months pregnant and um, I watched Hallmark movies all the time, over and over and over. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but like what I really loved about the Hallmark movies is how people in the community would come together and rally behind one big thing, and at the end of the movie, they would pull it off. And, you know, a lot of it were, you know, festivals or um, traditions that the small town had. And so um, when I learned about the Heritage Festival, I wanted to be a part of it. Okay. So... um this got you all, I mean, when you'd watch those movies, you'd get all warm inside and yes. you thought, I can make this happen for real. Yes. So, I can actually be part of something like this. So. Perfect. Exactly correct. And uh, let's remind everyone, where is the Avon Community Heritage Festival going to be? It is going to be held at the beautiful Washington Township Park. Um, that is located, um, it'll be at the lower part of the park um, at 435 Whipple Lane here in Avon, Indiana. Okay. 
Uh, all right. So that's the lower part. That's is that the one where you go down all the trails and the hills yes. and everything else? Okay. Uh, because we've done some fundraisers there as well, but it's always been at the uh, entrance area. So we don't want people to get mixed up. That's right. That's right. It's. I mean, it's a beautiful scenic route oh, yeah. to the um, to the park. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, what people can expect to see there. Oh, people can expect well. Well, our um, our new thing that we've added to the festival this year is the color run, and we're really excited about that. Um, that's where we're going to have a 5K, and you know, as you pass through different stations, you'll have different color powders being thrown at you. Um, and at the oh, end- let's back up. <laughs> this is new to me. Now that only happens in the kitchen when I'm in the way or something. I get stuff thrown at me, like powders and everything else. All right, so you get powder thrown at you as a runner? Yes, colored powder. Okay. And so and that's what makes it fun because you're running and you know, you're running through different colored powder and it just makes it a very fun and exciting experience. Okay. Now, uh, how long does this go on? Um, or this- is this a, a length time? Type of deal. It'll be from four to six. Okay. And the at, race does? Um, the 5K, yes, the color okay. run. And at, at six o'clock, we'll have like a little, um, once you make it back to Washington Township Park, there will be a, um, let's see, like a color splash extravaganza foam party at the end, just so everyone can get together and just really, you know, just have extra color and foam and just, you know, just create a... A picture moment. I got you. Okay. Uh, now, the folks, uh, of course, anyone's invited to come and watch and cheer on their favorite uh, runner. Yes. No matter what color they come out as. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely have your cameras ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, if, while the race is going on, is there going to be like some booze or food or anything like that? Yes, we will have a beer and wine garden. Mm. Um, we'll also have food vendors. Um, we'll have... Um, lunch items, as well as dessert. We'll have local businesses um, coming to showcase, you know, their different crafts or even Democracy Row. We know that next year is an election year. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's going to be, um, we even have a band. We'll have a band, um, Crowd Therapy. Mm. We'll be playing at seven. And uh, we'll also have trivia. And then we'll end the night with fireworks. Oh, really? going to have fireworks? Oh, yes. You have to have fireworks here yeah. in Hendricks County. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Now, uh, how long is this? How long has this been going on? Um, the festival. Yes, it has started. Ooh, maybe about nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety seven, and it was a group of founders came together and they realized that um, the community of Avon didn't have a celebration, and um, one of their. Uh, you know, one of the things that they wanted to do was to um, have all the leaders come together and create a tradition, something where everyone in the community can come together and just celebrate Avon and all that Avon has to give. Yeah. And now here you are, a quote unquote outsider, shall we say, <laughs> uh, coming in to uh, spread some new ideas. Was uh, what the, What is the process of bringing ideas like this in? Do you... Uh, I mean, was this particular race your idea or uh, is this uh, you have a committee that does this kind of stuff? Yes, we do have a board. Um, We have a group of um, people who live in the community as well. And they come and they volunteer their time and we get together and we come up with ideas of how we want the festival to look for the year. Um, And so we work together. This isn't like a one person show. We all work together. Yeah, exactly. And uh, do we have sponsors to thank? Um, We do have. a um, Well, let's see. We have. Let's see. I'm uh, assuming the town of Avon or the Parks Department or 
The parks department, um, the parks, uh, Washington Township Parks yes. Department. Okay. Yes. Um, of course, they're allowing us to host um, the festival there. Okay. Yes. Well, we'll be telling folks more about that. Yes, yes, definitely. Because one thing we haven't mentioned is WIRZ will be there for a live remote. And the date is when? It is September 25th, um, the last Saturday of September. Yeah. It'll begin. Um, people will probably start getting there by 3.30. Um, it begins at 4 and ends at night. Okay. Now, uh for the folks at home, if uh, you can't be there in person, we would love for you to listen on 98.9 FM or online at WIRZ.org. I'm going to be there at 4 o'clock, or at least on the air by 4 o'clock. And uh, Brian Scott will be here in the studio pushing all the buttons and playing the music. And I'll be possibly helping out in any way I can with the PA system. Who knows? You never can tell. It may be Tracy. You can say, <laughs> hey, I heard you on the radio or something like that. That would be cool. So uh, if folks want more information, uh, what do they need to do? Definitely check out our Facebook um, page at Avon Community Heritage Festival um, page, as well as um, our um, email at avoncommunityfestival at gmail.com. And now, of course, I mentioned sponsors earlier. If folks are coming late to the party, so to speak, and say, hey, I'd like to sponsor something like this, same process? Yes, um, we'll have, um, just email us at the um, Avon Community um, Festival at gmail.com, and we'll send you a sponsorship information. Is there also still booth space available? Um, we, we still do have booth, um, booth spaces available. I don't have an exact number, but we are still accepting booths. Okay, good to know. And of course, if as time gets closer, you'll be keeping us up to speed on anything that uh, any updates as far as uh, the festival, right? Yes, definitely go to our Facebook page. That's where we'll um, keep everyone updated. All right. And of course, if you missed any of, the, any of that information, you can give me a call here at the radio station, 317-852-1610. If I don't know the answer, I'll get you in touch with, touch with Tracy and she'll help you out ASAP, right? Yes, of course. All right. Thanks for talking <laughs> with us. Oh, thank you for having me. Definitely. You guys come out. We would love to share this experience with you all. Well, as I told you, here she is with me, Miss Teresa Brandon. She is with the Central Indiana Canine. Did I say that right? Yes, Central Indiana Canine Association. There you go. Perfect. Now, you've been a guest of ours on Central Indiana today before. You're now on the Drive Home Show, and um, uh, I, I think people are, are getting familiar with you if they haven't already been. But first, we'll say, how is Teresa today? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. It's such a gorgeous morning and just enjoying this day and had all kinds of things going on. i got to tell you, Shane, I am not bored these days at all. <laughs> and that's what we're going to talk about. Well, you don't have time to get bored. There's so many things. Quickly, let's remind everyone what the uh, CIK9 is. The CIK9, which is Central Indiana Canine Association, is a not-for-profit organization that was founded in Hendricks County in the spring of 2019. We actually launched on June 1st, 2019 with a great war. We founded the Shadow Fund, which is a medical grant program to help our retired working dogs and canines. And we also now have a training program for active duty canines across 196 agencies in central Indiana that includes local, state, and federal organizations. Excellent. Now, uh, on top of all of that, 
uh, which we've talked about in the past. You got some things going on with uh, with the with the association, and one of them is coming up actually pretty quick. I mean, just in a f- uh, few days, right? The golf outing. That's correct. On Friday, September the tenth, Rigdon Construction in Danville is holding their third annual charity golf outing, and we were just so thrilled that Nate Rigdon and his crew selected the Central Indiana Canine Association to be the recipients this year. Now, uh, let's remind everyone, I think we've been talking about it on the air a little bit. This thing is so popular, and it's so great for you guys, that registration's already full, but people can still participate, right? That is correct. We've been thrilled with the outpouring from the community and the interest, but there are still... They call them whole sponsors. Mm-hmm. That's $250. And all they have to do is contact Nate Rigdon at his company at 317-745-0033. So any small companies out there that would like to have an opportunity to be associated with this, we would sure welcome them to contact Nate Rigdon and become a whole sponsor for $250. Yeah, that's easy enough. And you, I've, if it goes along with a lot of golf outings we've been associated with, you don't have to just buy one hole, right? That is correct. So you can pile up and get, in fact, just buy every hole. That'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we would love that. Of course. Uh, and, it, of course, like you said, it all uh, goes to um, a great uh, nonprofit, which is the the um, the Central Indiana Canine Association, and uh, lots of businesses in the area have been uh, pitching in and helping out, sponsoring the event. We think it's great. Uh, let's also talk about um, some more things you have going on now. You just had something special happen to you uh, concerning. Should I? Maybe I should be calling you now, Madam President. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you certainly can. I appreciate that. Um, There was an article a few months back that announced the fact that I had been added to the Board of Directors for the National Service Animals Monument uh, Board of Directors and just had the great pleasure of working with some really talented folks there and is directly associated with a good friend of mine, Susan Bahari, who is a world-renowned artist. Well, last night at their annual meeting, they actually voted me to become the president of the National Service Animals Monument. What an honor. I can't tell you how thrilling this is to be planning to build a monument that'll be like in a park-like setting, Shane, Mm -hmm. and it will have multiple statues that replicate all of the animals that have served our country. Everything from horses and donkeys in World War II, Hmm. we certainly know working dogs have been a big part of law enforcement as well as our military working dogs. But there may be some things that you may not know, such as dolphins and sea lions. They work with the U.S. Navy. Uh, Did you know that? No, no. I was just about to say that's surprising. And uh, I knew about mules. I knew about horses. And, of course, everyone knows about dogs. Uh, I can't say that I knew about the uh, the marine life. Well, and it's true. They, you know, sometimes things get dropped in the water, 
And so you've got a, a, a very intelligent animal, the dolphin, who can seek and find those pieces of equipment that are very expensive. Hmm. And if you know anything about sea lions, they're like the dogs of the water. They're very territorial, and they help protect some of our um, interest and assets, if you will. So that's the whole purpose behind having a national monument, because it helps to not, a, not only honor the memory of all these animals, but it also helps to educate all of us how talented and how much we cooperate and rely on their skills and talents. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, it's, it's so easy because we get uh, the... Uh, the pets, if you will, you know, the cute, cuddly pets and all that stuff. But uh, it's easy to overlook the fact that they are out there. I, I believe even you made a Facebook post recently about um, service dogs. You're open how they were all right over after the explosion in uh, or explosions, whatever, however you want to phrase that in Afghanistan. They're out there sniffing uh, for bombs and for people in bad situations, and even in the flooding that's been going on in the country. You know, these animals, uh, and of course in this particular case, specifically dogs, they they get overlooked and people don't think about them, but they definitely deserve um, the recognition. They really do, Shane. They are a force multiplier with our military and law enforcement. Anytime our citizens are in need, they're there to help team up with our, our special forces and to make things more effective, make us do better by our citizens. In fact, you know we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Mm-hmm. We had many search and rescue dogs that stood with those officers going through that whole rubble. It was a horrible time in our history. Yeah. But our animals were standing side by side with us as they always do. And we want to make sure the National Service Animals Money want to make sure that they get their due in history. Yeah, exactly. Now, if folks uh, want to know more about the uh, National Service Animals Monument, uh, what can they do? Well, actually, they can go online and simply type that into your uh, computer. It's a long name, National Service Animals Monument. And look up that organization, and you can read about what we've got planned. And I'll finish this conversation out with simply saying we are awaiting results of a bill in Washington, uh, in Congress, I'm sorry, to have uh, land provided for us for this particular monument in Washington, D.C., or its environs. So we are all waiting on bated breath for this announcement. <laughs> Uh, also, you got something else going on October 3rd, right? Remember, I said I'm not bored these days. <laughs> right. <laughs> October 3rd. It's a Sunday afternoon from 2 to 5 over at Top Golf in Fishers. We are going to have a our big fundraiser that we've planned since the first of the year. It's called All Four Canines <laughs> Fundraiser. Uh, it's going to be a great time. There'll be food. There will be tea time. We will have uh, stars flying in for this, and I mean literally stars. You've heard of CBS TV's SEAL Team show. Mm-hmm. Well, the character Brock on that show, who is played by Justin Melnick, he handles the canines. He actually is a real-life canine handler and has a little bit of history with Indiana. Well, I asked him 
a year or so ago if he would host our fundraiser, and he said without hesitation, yes. So he will be flying in uh, to attend that event, as will Susan Bahari, the world-renowned artist I told you about. She will actually be creating a monument, a working dog monument, for when we go to build our permanent training site or canine academy for all the working dogs in central Indiana. And I can't forget our very dear friend, Dixie the Praying Dog and her handler, Brian Calvert. Anybody in Indiana should know who Dixie is. She's just such a delight. And she recently was on the uh, show or the movie that they were doing about uh, uh, Mayberry. So she has her own uh, star playing rights. So we're thrilled to have three high-level stars coming in. And also, Ken Owen is going to be our MC. This is going to be a very fun event, Shane, and we're going to have a very special raffle. It's called a ball drop. Now, yeah. I'm sure everybody's going, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, a ball drop is exactly that. It'll be tennis balls that will be the ticket, and we will have canines on hand to select the tickets. <laughs> That's, no, I'm sure uh, you've not seen that recently. No, I can't say as I have. That's, that sounds pretty cool. Now, if folks want to be a part, they want to stay up on what's going on on that event, what do they need to do for that? I would invite everybody to go to our website. They need to go to www.cik9.org and check the page that talks about upcoming events. That's actually where you can register for this event. It's $100, again, that provides money for us for our fundraising efforts, includes food for you and tea time and the ability to watch some of these dogs, including Dixie the Praying Dog. It's going to be a great time. And I just got to say, if it wasn't for the sponsors of all these different events, we can't do what we need to do. I have to give a very special shout-out to our main sponsor for October 3rd is Corson Fire and Security. Hmm. That is a family-run business that's been around for 75 years, and I just visited there last week. What a wonderful business, and they're very supportive. Well, that's great. Uh, yeah, definitely. Thanks to always, all us nonprofits always have to say thanks to all of our sponsors and uh, people that help us, uh, in our case, stay on the air. In your case, keep doing what you do. So, uh, And if folks want to be some kind of sponsor of any event or something like that, they would just need to contact you, right? That is correct. They can contact me at uh, our organization, and that number is 317 317- Two seven nine six three one seven, and we'll be glad to chat with you about how you might become a sponsor of the Central Indiana Canine Association. All right, there you go. Sounds great, Miss Teresa Brandon with the uh, Central Indiana Canine Association. Lots of stuff going on. Definitely want to follow them, if especially if you are big into animals, because uh, they just do great work. And so. Uh, if you miss any information, you can always give us a call here at the radio station. If I don't know the answer, I'll get you in touch with Teresa. She'll help you out ASAP, right? Absolutely. And Shane, I want to thank you once again for giving me the opportunity to speak to your listeners. 
I can't say enough about you and your radio program. You help keep the community well-informed, and that is a wonderful public service that you do, sir. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Teresa Brandon, thanks for being our guest today. Thank you, Shane. Have a great afternoon. This final part of Central Indiana Today, as I was telling you at the beginning of the show, will feature... The late Bob Jenkins, who left us in early August, he was the host of Flashback Party, and we did several interviews with Bob over the course of uh, the life of the radio station, not only WYRZ, but Radio Brownsburg, or some of you know as XRB. And this was uh, one of the last, if not the last, interviews that we ever did with Bob, and this past Sunday would have been his birthday, so we wanted to play this for you in tribute. I started the conversation off by talking about his retirement from being known as the voice of the Indy 500. You know, you've been doing, you did that for a long time, and like you said, you retired in uh, 12? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And um, just decided, you, your public statement was, I just decided it was time. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, I, I've, I've seen... Too many race drivers go beyond when they should have retired, and I didn't want to do that. And announcers, too. Um, I was was going to be 65 that year, so in February I told everybody at NBC Sports that I was going to uh, retire at the end of the year. And during this time, my wife, uh, who had been battling cancer since 2005, um, became even more ill. So that was another reason why I decided to hang it up. And I, I didn't want to make the announcement of my retirement anywhere but, but, but the Speedway, the Indianapolis Speedway. Yeah. And so I made the official announcement on Carb Day of 2012 in May that that would be my uh, – that. 2012 would be my last year and um, I'm again I'm glad uh, that I did because I don't think I I went too long to embarrass myself Uh, I did do a couple of other shows for NBC Sports the next year but just because they needed somebody to step in and a lot of people when they hear me on the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway public address system will say Bob I thought you retired from work (laughs) And I'll say, yes, I did, but working for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on the public address system is not work. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> and um, I'm I'm so glad that I have been able to maintain a job there in one way or another since 1979 when uh, Paul asked me to be on the radio network. I've done television, radio, and now public address, and uh, I, can, I hope that I can spend... Um, as many years as I have in my body there. I hope that uh, <laughs> that I can go until, uh, well, they don't want me anymore and uh, until I think that I physically can't do it. You told me, and I don't know how well you remember this, you said, um, uh, you know what? I have always wanted to do a 50s doo-wop radio yep. show. Yep. And I said... Why don't you do it? And you said, I don't know anyone who's interested. And I said, Bob, if you put it together, I'll put it on the air. Yeah. And we've been doing that. All, and, you know, our media partner, Radio Brownsburg, is still on the air. That show still airs Mondays, 10 a.m., like it has ever since the beginning. Yeah. And now the big announcement is we're going to move it. It's going to still stay on Radio Brownsburg, mm-hmm. but now it's going to be on FM. 
and we've got a new sponsor, which we'll get into in just a second. But let's talk about it. We uh, called it, um, well, now it's called the, the flashback party. Right, right. Well, I perhaps didn't mention uh, when I was talking about my first um, first desire to go into broadcasting was to be a disc jockey because mm-hmm. I listened to WING in Dayton, WSAI in Cincinnati, WLS in Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, CKLW uh, in Windsor, just about every station – AM station that I could get in Liberty, I was listening to mm-hmm. and was hoping that someday I could be a disc jockey. Mm-hmm. Well, I never was. When I went to IU, there was a closed circuit radio station that originated. I lived in Wright Quad, and the place where the station originated was in the next house from me, so it was just a few steps. And I thought, yeah, this is my chance to be a disc jockey. So I was a disc jockey on that station for two years, my freshman and sophomore year. But then as I got into uh, broadcasting as far as uh, classes are concerned, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, I realized that there were other things that I could probably make more money at than being a disc jockey. So I, <laughs> I concentrated in uh, broadcast journalism, and that kind of took me away from being a disc jockey. But as I say, when I heard about the opportunity to perhaps do that, I wanted to do it and (laughs) knock that off my bucket list. (laughs) And uh, it's fun. It really is. I, I enjoy putting shows together. I especially enjoy the research that I have to do to, uh, make them a little more entertaining than just music. So um, I, I really appreciate the uh, opportunity that you've given me to do that because it, it still is something that I uh, love to do. He did love doing it all the way up until the very end, and we will miss our good friend Bob Jenkins. That's going to do it for this special edition of Central Indiana Today. I want to thank my guest, and thank you for listening to Central Indiana Today on 98.9 FM and WYRZ.org. You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host, Shane Ray.